This is your life. This is your life. Right now is your life. Life is about right now. Live and live are spelled the same way. In order to live, you must be live. Right now. The past does not equal the future unless you give the past permission. You are the sum total of your dominant thoughts and decisions. Yes, you are. So, a little birdie told me that you have an out of control sexual behavior of some sort. Pornography, masturbation, fanatization, or some kind of unhealthy sexual behavior. A little birdie also told me that it's starting to get the best of you. And it's not okay anymore. That's good news. It not being okay. Because that's the beginning of how you can change it. We're going to have an adult, grown folk conversation about behaviors, attitudes, decisions, choices, actions to become healthy. Becoming healthy is a journey. It's not a one and none. It's not like this sexual addiction BS that you do where you just get all excited, you do this, and then you blast one. Now, it requires a lot more work than that. It's strategic. It's taking steps. It's reflection. It's looking inside. It's being introspective. It's deciding that you want a better life for yourself. That's what this is about. My name is Joseph F. Price. They call me Joey P. I'm going to be your host in this journey. I'm going to be your partner in this dance. We're going to do this together. We're going to become better people together. You are going to have sexual mastery. You are going to have mastery in your life. Yes, you are. You're going to be a better person. You're going to be somebody that you can be proud of. You're going to be somebody that even your mama can be proud. But it's not going to come free. You're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to do some reflection. I'm going to give you some tools. I'm not going to do it all on my own. I'll bring some guests. They'll give you the good stuff. But here's what you got to do. Take this as a journey, a journey that you get better each and every day, a journey that we don't stop until we figured out how to do it and we become invincible. Yeah, we can become invincible to our pornography at sexual behaviors and unhealthy other addictions. You just got to understand how it works. You got to understand how your mind is making you its bitch. I know you don't like that language, but you're the bitch of your mind. And so this work that we're going to do, 
It's about neutralizing that and you becoming the victor. You becoming the master. You becoming the man that you're supposed to be. That's what I'm talking about. So if that's something that interests you, if that's something that you want to do, then let's do that together. It ain't a one and done. It's a journey. So let's begin. Okay, so we're coming back on uh, part two where we're talking about uh, a famous porn addict or what I'm considering one of the most famous addicts of the 21st century. So one of the things that, as I was just taking a look at uh, my notes and what I'd like to take this particular segment and talk about is the porn mindset uh, that Mr. Kelly had and how it displayed itself. I think it's really important uh, to show that uh, because of the fact that his behavior uh, scream uh, porn addict mindset probably greater than anything that I've seen of late. And so I'm going to take a couple minutes and, and kind of look at a few things uh, from that perspective and one of the things that we always talk about anybody that ever does any research or looking into the effects of pornography um, we always talk about the fact that it it it's incredibly dangerous because of the fact that it's not necessarily the porn itself that's dangerous but what happens is that people constantly, like porn gives people a rush. And then whenever there's something that involves a rush, like the rush kind of chills out a little bit. So someone's always looking to like get more, get more. Like how do I fortify that pack, that pound? So uh, one of the things that allows that to happen is by creating uh, greater intensities in the porn okay so instead of just having like a sex scene you have a juicy sex scene well that gets old as well so we get even juicier that gets old as well so if we have juicy and then we mix violence oh juicy violence and then a taboo subject like racism Ooh, you see so that becomes more intense and it's through that intensity uh, that one is seeking they keep stepping it up and as a result of stepping it up that's how a lot of times it gets to a point where it does get into that illegal stuff because people are chasing the rush and it's not the porn see this is this is where people that don't understand this get lost it starts out with oh you know my natural instincts which are oh you know to look at it, nude pictures of a woman and this is not me but like if if i was gay i would you know want to look at nude picture of a guy right so it starts there, and then 
it kind of stays there, but then they add all this other stuff, whatever other stuff was going on in the porn to kind of juicy it up. And so what, if you're not a porn addict, you don't get this. You just think it's pictures. But in these movies, there's violence. There's racism. There's all kinds of stuff that in a normal conversation, it wouldn't be tolerated at all, period. It wouldn't even be tolerated that you would listen to it normally. So you're listening to that stuff and then you're mixing some kind of sexual image with it. So you're talking about something that has an, a, an impact on your brain. It's like if you, if you can understand the concept, and this is elementary, if you can understand the concept that television has a negative effect on your mind, pornography has that same effect times a thousand that's an exaggeration times 998 that's a little bit more accurate um yeah so what happens unfortunately is it really all this crap that's going on to kind of juicy up the porn like people pissing all over people and people taking dumps all over people and all this kind of crap like that see People start to think that that's okay and ejaculation on people's faces and such like that. People start to think that that's okay and uh, anal sex and people start to think that's okay. And, you know, all this aberrant uh, sexual behavior, people start to think it's okay. Well, well, really, it's not okay. But it's that porn taught you how to do it. And, you know, I'll, I'll just go to the side for a second and just, you know, I tried to do it before, but I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do it straight up, and I'm going to do it hardcore. You know, porn has, a, has an effect, and has an effect maybe not on you specifically, but because you've been exposed to somebody that watches porn, they start to encourage certain behaviors, so therefore porn has an effect on you. Now, this is a little bit rough, but, you know, I'm just going there because this is what I'm going to do. All right. So, women started to shave at a certain time, and that shaving, all that stuff like that, that's out of porn because if you shave, you can see more. That's where it all started. And now every, women do that because they're man-assed. Now, yeah, we think it's someone says it's more comfortable. Maybe it is more comfortable, but all I'm saying is where did it come from? It came from porn. Okay? I'm not, you know, maybe it's a good thing. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is all that shaving stuff that came from porn. Okay? So, uh, as well as other stuff, it did. Certain stuff that people are doing, it did. What is sexting? It's sending porn. You don't do porn, but you se you send pictures. Yeah, and you know it's it's the darnest thing that women they will like freak out when they find their husband does porn, and then they think they're gonna make it okay by sending their husband pictures of them which is porn, the brain can't make the distinction between the wife in a picture and a picture. Yeah. 
serious business. This is weird. Like one of the other coaches told me about this. This is this just shows you how this porn thing is weird. This guy could not get get it up. Okay, and 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 PIED porn induced sexual porn induced erectile dysfunction is something that happens from overuse of porn. So this guy could not get it up except for to look at his laptop while his wife was in another room acting like she was his chat girl. And then when he was erect at the right time, she would run into the room, you know, because he didn't want to lose it, right? And then that's how they had sexual relations. So I know that sounds weird to you at first, but here's the deal, folks. We're talking about a person's sexual template. And this is what, what gets altered with porn addicts and sex addicts. Their sexual template gets erupted. It gets disrupted. So he, here's an example of a, of a sexual template. I see a 55-year-old woman or 80-year-old woman or a 65-year-old woman or a 40-year-old woman and like, I'm looking at certain stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I get excited and that's that. And so you can kind of fill in the blanks like a normal guy template. But you see what happens is like a porn addict's template. Instead of looking at that woman like I was talking about, he got to look at porn. And then he gets excited. Right? And somebody like R. Kelly or one of these pedophiles their sexual template becomes instead of that you know mature woman that's got a little cellulite they want some girl that's 14 or 12 and then that becomes their template and that becomes what turns them on and they don't get turned on by normal And so even, you know, this is the weird thing. Even if it's not a girl, if it's a woman that acts like a girl, it's almost the same effect. So that's a little bit about what was wrong with R. Kelly is that his sexual template got disrupted. Um, like I said, we're talking about the porn mindset. And the porn mindset is not... Uh, respectful of women in any way shape or form so I mean he's like abuser 101 right like the top abuser everything about him was about abuse every woman that he ever had any kind of contact with he left a trail of dust in abuse okay let's talk about some of the abuse where are we gonna start Okay, let's go all the way down to the gutter, first of all. You know, this man was urinating on these girls that he had in his house. He was peeing on them, okay? Do you know this guy was ejaculating in the face of these women? Do you realize that? He was spraying their face with ejaculate. And he thought... That that's how you're supposed to treat a girl. Yeah. See, the porn mind makes you think that that's okay. 
to ejaculate on a girl's face and then to pee all over her in your own house. Now, this is in his house now. This is in his house and some bed of some sort that he owns. And he's going to just go ahead and pee. Now, I'm going to tell you something. When it comes to my house and anywhere in my house, I don't want any pee going anywhere except for in a toilet. Period. I don't want no mattress all saturated with urine. I mean, what the? Dude. Okay. You know, but again, I told you, it's the porn mind. That, that would have you, you know, think about that. I mean, like you read about that or maybe you saw that in the indictment. But this guy was peeing in his own house on his mattress. That's disgusting. I mean, dude, can you imagine what that place smelled like? I mean, you know what I mean? Like you talking about wearing a COVID mask, man. You got a double mask on that, G. You got a double mask on that, but. Again, that's the porn mind. He prayed on the week like a big dog. He prayed on the week like 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 nothing to it. And he was a narcissist. See, this is part of the porn mindset. They're narcissists. They don't give a fuck about anybody except for themselves. They're narcissists. Okay? And, uh, I mean, no empathy whatsoever. These are little girls. He wanted to find 14-year-old girls that were virgins. He said, oh, I'm glad you're a virgin. That's some of the stuff that his pornified mind uh, had him to believe. He was sexually abusive with all of these people. All of these people, they, they, they talk about the sexual abuse that, that, that he was involved in. When he got caught, he acted like he was... Sorry, he wasn't sorry. He was sorry that he got caught like anybody else. And he kept on denying it. That's what porn addicts do. They deny it. He kept on denying it. He went, out, he went out in the media on those TV shows and told everybody how he didn't do anything. Knowing full well that he was doing it. And you know the part that really was getting me? is the music that he was writing as he was doing this abusive stuff to these girls. This dude was writing music that was off the hook. This dude was writing this music that was consistent with a sex addict. Serious business. I looked at one of his albums, and uh, the album, I think it was 12 Play, uh, which actually, uh, at the time, there were a couple cuts on there that really I liked. Really, I liked but then I, I, you know, I looked at the album and it's like, the dude got 12, you know, I've never seen anything like this. This guy's got 12 tracks on an album. And every single one of them is about sex. Every single one of them is about sex. Not just one or two or four or five. You got 12 songs and every single one of them has a reference of sex. And, and probably something that's even like one step above like just sex yeah uh so dishonesty i mean that's like a trait with porn addicts they're a bunch of liars 
Addicts are liars anyway. I mean, that's like a byproduct. I mean, even if they don't want to lie, like they end up lying. Like, you know, if you think you don't, if you think you're, you, if you think you're not lying in your porn act, you're lying. You're lying because you think you don't lie. I mean, you're sitting there and you're watching porn and, 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 and you're doing whatever you've been doing for the last 45 minutes and somebody's texted you 20 times. What? You're going to tell them and they say, hey, Joe, where you been? What you been doing, man? You think you're going to tell them where you've been doing? So again, porn addicts are liars. You're not going to tell them what you've been doing. It's really simple. They don't care about anybody else. Porn addicts do not care about anybody else. They're making up for it. They don't. I mean, R. Kelly is a perfect example of how, you know, trails of abuse. They got like 50 women out there. It was I, th I think the show had like 25. But yet at the same time, he's out there doing all this community-oriented stuff. Trying to make people in the community think that he's decent. Trying to validate himself in the community. Being somebody that's doing something for the community. Knowing full well in the back, down the street at that studio. That they had like, you know, some kind of house of horror over there. And the thing is, is like, you know, people don't understand like this, 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 this. After you've been abused or, 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 or these women that have been through uh, this, this kind of sexual trauma uh, behavior that this guy puts them through, you know, that leaves a scar on them the rest of their life. That leaves a scar on their bloodline for a long time. Until somebody does some homework, until somebody does something about it, you're actually that that behavior is actually shifting bloodlines. You got a whole bloodline of women that aren't going to trust men. Whole bloodline, whole bloodline of wives that are going to be half wives because they don't trust nobody. So when people think that oh, it, it, you know, oh, it's just this. No, no, it isn't this. Your behavior has consequences in other people's lives. Let me talk about this final thing about Mr. R. Kelly, and then I'm going to go. One of the things about this clown that shows up with porn addicts is that they feel that they're entitled to whatever it is. They feel they're entitled to their porn because. And I'm not so sure that you're entitled to doing something that uh, has a negative effect on your marriage, has a negative effect on your wife, has a negative effect on your family, has a negative effect on your mental health. I'm not so sure that you're entitled to do that. But I do know for a fact that porn addicts have a, a habit of uh, feeling that they're entitled and they also uh, have a way of attracting enablers. Uh, so in the case of Mr. R. Kelly, obviously, you know that he had a trail of people that enabled him. He had people that were on his payroll that were enablers, that were finding people, that were helping insulate him. He had people that were enablers. People would not turn him in because of the fact that he had money. He, he used his money to circumvent justice for a bunch of years but you know eventually it catches up 
It always catches up. It always comes out in the wash. Always has, and it always will. And in his case, it did. Yep, it did. So, yeah, he used his resources to push people, to recruit people, to get other victims. He used his money to hush people. And because of his money, he felt he was entitled to do whatever it was that he wanted to do. And the sad part is there's an R. Kelly in every porn attic. There's one of those people that roll up at somebody's house looking for an underage girl that starts out as a porn addict. There's somebody that uses their money to abuse somebody's daughter because of something that they learned in porn. There's somebody that thinks they're entitled to use porn. Somebody that feels that, oh, I'm bored. This is my go-to. Oh, I'm lonely. Let this keep me company. And by the way, porn addicts don't know how to connect with people. So they have to use manipulation to connect with people. And by the way, that showed up all over the place with R. Kelly because he ma manipulated these women all over the place. And he gaslighted people, these women and others. That's what porn addicts do. So, I mean, it's really like this. Like, do you want to be that guy? Or do you want to be the guy that gets healthy? Because getting healthy is really comes down to you making the decision that you're going to get healthy. You're making the decision that you're going to be in recovery. You make a decision that the life that you're leading is no longer acceptable. That you don't want to be part of. You don't even want to be in the same club as Epstein, Harvey Weinstein. Who's that other one? Jared, the subway man. These guys are sex addicts. These guys are porn addicts. These guys are pitiful. Jeffrey Sokol on To Catch a Predator, jamming pizza down his mouth, talking about how he didn't do nothing wrong. If he didn't do nothing wrong, why you go to jail for three years? Come on, man. This is serious. And you got a lot of people, you know, the thing that it confuses, the thing that gets me sometimes is that this is an example of the worst. But on the other end of the spectrum, you got everyday people that are a little bit confused about their hand and a vagina. Really? And so, there's a difference between a hand and a vagina. It really is. Uh, one, you have to you have to learn skills, connection skills. You got you got to have some kind of finesse in order for one to happen. The other, it don't take no skills to masturbate 
<laughs> that doesn't take any kind of skills at all to to turn on some porn to put a, to, to to hit a search and look at some porn and then, and then masturbate. That doesn't take no skills, man. That doesn't take any skills at all. And see, that's the thing. You're practicing, practicing. And that's the kind of practice that you don't need. You're practicing how not to have healthy relationships, and that ain't okay. So here's what you need to do. You need to do something now. You need to make a decision now. And then just decide that you're going to be in recovery. And that you're just going to work this until you get the result. Until you get what it is that you want. You're going to do this exactly the same way that you one day did when you walked. You kept falling and falling and falling, but you got up, you got up, you got up, you fall, you get up, you fall, you get up, you fall, you get up. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to be a slave to your out-of-control sex behavior. But here's the thing. You got to get the technology. And you got to be engaged. And you got to know what the game is and how you can win this game. Because you can win the game. But the way the guys are playing out there. They're not using a good strategy. They're using willpower and hope. And willpower and hope is not going to get it done. Willpower and hope will keep you stuck for five years. Look. You got to get technology. And you got to go to work. And that's the only way that you can uh, change what's going on. Here's the problem. You got free porn for so long. So you think stuff's free. It's not free. And recovery and fiction in your life. That's when you have to pay for the free porn. And here's the problem. If you're not even working on recovery and taking the first steps. Is you have no idea what you're doing. You're really slowing your progress down. And you're sitting on a distraction. Because here's the good news. Let me, let me, let, let me be your coach just for a second. Only for a second. Actually, like 20. So, once we get you off the porn, <laughs> that's when the work begins. Like, if you think getting off, like, you're trying to get off porn, and you think, that, like, that's a big deal. Dude, once we get, it, get you off of porn, that's when the work begins. So, you sitting around not getting, not even getting off of porn. Do you realize how... Do you realize how stuck you are? Because once you get off the porn, what happens is your eyes open up, first of all. You're so clouded, you can't even see anything I'm talking about. So once you get off the porn, then that's when the work begins. So seriously, let's get you off the porn. Because you sitting around doing what it is you're doing. You'll be doing that all your life, man. And life is too precious for that. You know, you can look up that guy, Jeffrey Sokol, to catch a predator. I mean, I, 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 I look at that every now and then. 
You know, the dude went there and did this. But that's an example of a porn addict and how he got out of control. And how he set his mind on something and the dopamine caused him to think it was over someplace. And he just got locked in and drove two and a half hours into a police sting. In that one moment, for the rest of that guy's life, it'll forever be changed. His, you know, that's not something like his life. The, the, the definition of his life has totally been changed. Every inch of his life has a trace of that night on it. Like, you know, I've made a few mistakes in my life before. And they kind of change the trajectory of my life. They kind of change things. But not to that degree. Everything about that man's life is impacted moment to moment from that decision that was born out of his loneliness and his looking at porn and him getting horny and him sending texts and him forgetting where the fuck he was at. And who he was. So ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and it's mostly gentlemen. Although women do represent. <clears throat> the fastest growing. Number of porn users. And excuse me for that cough a couple of seconds back. Ladies and gentlemen. Seriously it's time to get to work. And you got to get in the books. Get in the meetings. Talk to the coaches. Talk to the therapists. Just do the work. If you do the work, eventually the results come. There'll be some stumbles along the way. Just do the work and it all comes together. And that's what you got to do. Just do the work. So until next time, uh, my name is Joseph F. Price. Like I tell people every day, make today and every single day the rest of your life your living masterpiece because you deserve it. Thank you. God bless.